0: Can't make light of the situation, man. I can't laugh. We, we can't laugh. We, Nobody we're not laughs allowed here. to laugh anymore. The it's Inland con- Empire is not allowed to laugh. We
1: are in deep Not only because we're not funny. Right. <laughs> and but or is it because they can't hear you? Oh, it's because true. somebody's mic likes to cut out mm-hmm. during recordings. The past two weeks. The past two weeks. Yeah. We're hey, losing <laughs> fans by the minute. <laughs> <sighs>
0: Well, yeah, this is like I, the worst think, week of my life. Well, I think as we have established, nobody listens to our sound offs anyway. <laughs> that's true. Maybe nobody really cared. Uh, but either way, as long
1: as this one lasts, that's all that matters. Okay. Yeah. guys. a uh,
0: episode
1: something or other,
0: I don't know what episode this is, but uh, we're going to do a little mini stowed really quick because uh, we just need to talk about last Wednesday. Uh, yes. We live, I mean, the San Bernardino shooting is literally in our backyard. Right. Uh, we both lived in San Bernardino for, a
1: many, for many years. I lived there from 05 to 2010. I have lived there from 05 to 2010 as well. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And Mike and I met in 2007 Correct. when we joined our band, and we didn't even realize that we lived as close to each other yes. in the pretty bad area of San Bernardino. Very bad area, yeah. Which was literally, what, three miles from where this whole yeah, horrific thing from, happened? Yeah, just about, because I
0: lived on Tippecanoe, or... Right above Tippecanoe. Right. And the whole thing happened on the end of Waterman. Right. And that's
1: a seven minute drive. And Mike and I know Waterman and Orange Show very well, and we can probably tell a lot of stories of of craziness that we've seen on Waterman that never made the national news. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll save that for another day, I guess. But
0: yeah, so I guess we just kind of felt like we just needed to put a little tiny Minnesota out there. Uh, We're okay. Adam's okay. Uh, On Wednesday,
1: some were were afraid Adam was not okay on Wednesday. On yeah,
0: (laughs) on Wednesday when I like I I was just casually at work and I I just took a little break. I was like, oh, what's happening in the news right now? And I saw this craziness happening. I'm like, holy shit, that's in San Bernardino, and my best friend Adam works in San Bernardino, (laughs) and I looked at the address where the
1: shooting happened. I was a
0: block away from Adam, where Adam's
1: working. Literally 1.3 miles. Yeah,
0: holy shit! And yeah. I, so I'm texting Adam. I'm like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" I'm thinking, like, "Oh, is he on lockdown? Right? Is he like, did he did he leave? Did he go home? <laughs> I don't know what they, I don't know what happens." So I'm texting him. I'm freaking out. My heart's racing. I'm worried about Adam. And guess what, Adam
1: was doing at that moment? Doing? I was eating my lunch. <laughs> I was oh. in the break room talking with my coworkers about sure. what was going on. It was uh-huh. in the, the the early phases that had only been about an, an hour or so uh-huh. since uh or yeah, just about an hour since the shooting. It happened. Like around eleven, right? Eleven o'clock. Um, yeah. So, what time did you text me? Do you remember? Um, I can check. I don't have my. Where's my phone? Here's my phone.
0: Oh, I text. I, I think I texted you around like uh, eleven thirty or so because okay. I found out pretty early on, right when there were making like a perimeter around the thing.
1: Let's see. Where is it? Okay. Let's see. Uh, you I texted just, me at eleven fifty eight. Eleven fifty eight. Yeah. And I just read, ri- I just
0: read about what's happening nearby. I hope you're okay.
1: Right. And then at 12.07, which was when I finally got the message when I came back to my office, Yeah, uh, which <laughs> it wasn't just you that had texted me. There oh, was, good. It was my wife as well as my wife's cousin who had also texted me. So I just did a you know cut and paste message to all you guys. Oh. <laughs> that, yeah, my, my clinic was safe and uh, I was safe. Uh-huh. And the last thing I had heard right around 12 because I usually – like, I was meeting with my, my, my patient, my 1030 patient, yes. and we heard the sirens at 11 o'clock. It's like, oh, there, there must be a police but case or something. But there's, there's, there's nothing new about that. We hear yeah. sirens all the time it coming down San Bernardino, <laughs> California. A little quick history about San Bernardino is that it is not the safest city in the entire world. At, at one point, I think, was it early 2000s, I think? I it believe was it was the most dangerous city in America. It, in 2007, 2008, thereabout, it was ranked number 17, 17 dangerous yes. city in America and we were living there and we we're just like hooray! Right. <laughs> so hearing sirens around my work is is understandable
0: yeah the first thing i thought like when i heard it, like oh there's a shooting in San Bernardino i'm like oh it must be a gang related thing of course it's always yeah <laughs> cuz that's what it always is it's, it's like damn you hoodlums oh man yeah but but, um, uh, but but you know adam did text me back and i mean i was I, w- I was relieved <laughs> at least that adam was okay but right. then but then the reality sinking, like holy shit, people are dying, and there's a fucking murderer out there right. that they can't find. And then, what is it, around three p.m.? I think I don't know if you were following the news at that point. What time did you go home? Uh, at three. At three? Okay. Uh, go. Yeah. They so like around three o'clock, I'm checking the news feeds, and there, there there's a little ticker that I found where someone's been following like the uh, the police radios and just updating what the police have been finding. So I find out that there is a shootout now, uh-huh. literally like two miles from my old house. It's on Tippecanoe and another street. I can't remember the street name, but it's like by where the new Amazon warehouse is. Right.
1: I yeah. cannot remember. Somebody told me the name of that street, but I can't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, so now. there was a
0: shootout. They found the car, uh, and, and then there's a screenshot of like, the news footage. There's a, dead bo- there's a bloody dead body in the middle of the street with right. a long with a long gun right next to it. That motherfucker's dead. Yeah, there's another dead body in the back of the car. That motherfucker's dead. Right, and so they're looking for like the third person. I don't. I I think they that was like again four
1: hours after the shooting started. Um, The other person I think they found in Redlands somewhere, which is how how far is Redlands from San Bernardino? Um, About nine nine miles about seven nine miles or so. it's, it's east of yeah. san bernardino it's where like it, it's it's definitely the richer area yes. of the inland empire like think <laughs> even of it though there's way. a lot of like ghetto areas of yeah. redlands but think of it this way like look
0: simba everything the light touches <laughs> is the inland empire but well, what about that shadowy place oh that's san bernardino you must never go there simba <laughs> it's See, basically we, just that it's just a shadow line
1: and if you know our our, our podcast well we usually talk shit on colton Yes. I mean, Colton is right next door to San Bernardino. It's like south of San Bernardino. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's it's right there. But um, <laughs> so you know, San Bernardino isn't much better than Colton. No, It no, was. Not at all. So, I mean, hearing about shootings is just kind of a normal thing. But then to hear that it was at the Inland Regional Center. Yes, which at a hospital. Know, my, myself being a mental health person who has, you know, talked again to many county employees mm-hmm. who come to me for my services because they have... Uh, insurance with the company I work for, which some consider, you know, the best insurance. So (laughs) they they take the the pay cut to have the the best insurance. Sure. So, yeah. And to know that that place is where they treat developmentally delayed kids. My niece goes there. Yeah, Mike's niece goes there, as well as a lot of autistic kids. And Uh, I mean, there's kids there. So you're just Disabled
0: veterans go there. I mean, it's
1: just a developmental
0: disabled hospital. It's it's pretty big, too.
1: And so I'm thinking like, okay, my clinic is more likely to have somebody come with a gun than yes. someplace like that who is helping, like, yeah. d- disabled it's, people. It's, it's, it's fucking insanity. <laughs> at at my we, place, we deny people, like, off work notes, and we deny them benzos yeah. and, and, and medications I'll that they're show abusing. You. And they could easily come in and be like, screw you all. And, you know, we've, we've all had this You should have just given me the benzos. <laughs> but for a place like that where it's, like, you know, we take your There's kids no reason for that Ugh. but then no reason so, for that so my, fir- my first thought was not oh this is isis related i'm thinking mm-hmm. disgruntled employee or disgruntled parent yeah. who had a cps report filed on them or something uh, like that and i'm like that doesn't make you a better parent <laughs> but yeah I, I was just thinking it was
0: some random thing and just somebody just happened to know somebody so i was like oh easy target you know Ugh. so we find out that it is a disgruntled employee and that's not the end of it
1: though right well let's first mm-hmm. rewind because sure. This happened at 11. I was meeting with my my person. He left and then I go into the clerical room to turn in my timesheet. And one of the nurses comes in and says, oh, my God, there was a shooting at the Inland Regional Center. My husband just told me, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, crap. And like all these thoughts went through my mind, and we looked it mm-hmm. up on the computer. And the last thing I read was the police have the building surrounded. Yeah. And in my mind, okay, this dude's going to kill himself or get killed by the police. End of story. You know, the, the, the day is done. So yeah. I'm just like, okay, moving on with my life. This really sucks. I hope that not too many people were killed. Because at that point, they said, like, multiple injuries and 14 like three dead. confirmed dead at, three that confirmed point. at that point. So I'm just like, okay, well, I hope it's not more. I'm going to go eat my lunch. And I did that. And I talked about it with my coworker. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go take take my 1230 walk. Because I always take a 1230 walk mm-hmm. around my building two times. Yeah. Because I don't like being cooped up in a tiny office um, for all day long. So I yes. go outside for my 30 minutes, listen to my iPod, and you know, just get my, my fresh air. Yes. So I went out and I did that. And there were a shitload of... Of police cars mm. and ambulances up and down the street, I couldn't hear any of my music. Damn you, <laughs> fucking terrorists! And there's like three helicopters flying overhead, yeah. and just up and down the street with the, with the police. Man, so I'm I just like, oh man, whole this is crazy. Areas, it's chaos. And I'm thinking like, no, th- no, they said they got the the place surrounded, so it's safe out here now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I look over and I see like this homeless youth with yeah. dreadlocks and a giant backpack riding a skateboard probably just a hipster my first thought was that was probably the gunman and I <laughs> literally like almost freaked out for a second holy shit and I was just like okay and, like, as I looked the at him as he I looked at dreadlocks. him he was swinging his arms wildly but then I realized he had just fallen off his skateboard and was and was running <laughs> And I was just like, okay, I'm like, okay, he's just a guy riding a skateboard. It's okay. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, took my walk. I, I didn't take my cell phone outside because I'd yeah. already texted you guys back, and I'm like, okay, those are the only people I care about. <laughs> so I don't. Need <laughs> no one to else worry needs know it. I'm and I okay. Posted on Facebook that I was fine and my clinic was safe. Yes. And so everybody knew. When I came back in, I'm just thinking like, okay, this is gonna suck. You know, patients will probably not be showing up in, in the last half of the day. Yes. Like I walk in, one of the doctors is sitting there, and he's like, how did you get back into the building? Don't you know that we've been locked down? Oh and shit! I was like, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, there's a freaking like gunman on the loose in the area." And I was like, "Oh crap! Okay, well I'm here." And he's like, there's "Everybody a shady dude on a skateboard outside." <laughs> I was like, uh, and I joked, "I'm like, oh, I saw a guy on a skateboard, haha." And he was like, "Everybody in here has been looking for you for the past 15 minutes." Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> I was just like. I'm sorry. I went for my walk like I always do and they're like and they're like they've been calling you or my manager had called my cell phone Holy looking shit. for me. She had left like this panicky message on my voicemail saying like, "Adam, there's a shooter on the loose. Get oh, back no. inside. Oh, Where no. are you?" <laughs> And so I'm – and, like, I just go to my office and put my stuff down, and my manager, like, runs into my office and gives me this giant hug, like, oh, my God, I'm so happy you're okay. Oh, God. Where were you? Why did you leave? Blah, blah, oh. there's a killer out there.
0: The way she hugged you <laughs> is, know. like, how I felt at, like, 12 o'clock. Right.
1: And then she had to apologize for hugging me because it's, you know, an HR violation <laughs> But
0: Oh, you should have sued her for sexual harassment. Right.
1: And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I thought everything was secure and safe, and I – my walk and literally that was probably the safest time to be on the streets because there was so much police presence up and down the street yeah and shit so i'm like okay well i'll I'll stay here then (laughs) and so i just oh man they told us that they were canceling all of the afternoon people and nobody was allowed in the clinic i like Mm -hmm. went in the uh, employee entrance and just like scan my badge and the door opens and they're like that's the worst lockdown procedure ever and I looked out there when I came in, and there was, like, people just meandering in the hallway in front of our clinic. I was like, oh, I wonder what those people are doing. Anyway, I had my headphones on and everything like I always do when I walk through the clinic. So I didn't think anything about it. So, yeah, the the rest of the time we just had to sit there and wait and wait and wait and wait. And I had to, like, walk up and down and tell all my coworkers that I was okay because all of them were freaking out. And, like, one of the doctors that I know who has my cell phone number had texted me as well looking for me. And apparently they were... they were contacting my secretary who wasn't there that day to ask if they knew my phone number (laughs) or if she knew my phone number. (laughs) I've never exchanged uh, numbers with her (laughs) for obvious reasons. But (laughs) um, yeah. And she was like, I don't know his phone. number." (laughs) So um, yeah, they really like panicked for a moment. How dare you? I I know (laughs) in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. Last I had heard was everything was cool. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you know, long story mother. short, we find out, like, hours later that the two, at least, of the motherfuckers are dead. Uh, one is in custody. I think he's still in custody. I don't oh, know if that the person is.
1: Yeah. I don't. I haven't heard anything about the third one. They've yeah, been so, like, oh, my God, these people were part of ISIS. And, yeah. You know, Well,
0: we find out, like, the next day, as if I needed another reason to be very, very... Anti-theist. <laughs> oh, this dude who is a, a ISIS sympathizer, of course, who has been in con- who's been in contact with known
1: terror subjects, right? And his wife had pledged allegiance allegiance to ISIS. Yeah. Last year. So, oh
0: right, right in our backyard, I and know. they find his and they search his home. They find like twelve pipe bombs, of and like sixteen hundred rounds of ammunition, various yes. uh, weapons,
1: various. So, what's good is that I did not know any of the victims or the shooters or anything like that and uh yeah unfortunately like i said there's a lot of county employees out there who have insurance with my company and they'll the, there's a there there there's a widespread you know community that is being hurt by this and guess who they get to come to to talk about their problems man we've already been having people calling in at least yesterday and um yeah the freaking waterman is still shut down yeah, because they got the whole investigation going on there and everything. And I uh, I was watching this morning, and they were doing an aerial shot of the building, and they showed the Shell Station across the street. And I was like, oh, I used to buy cigarettes at that Shell Station all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, are
0: you, uh, we all used to go. I mean, I used to go yeah. to that intersection all the time, right.
1: too. I drove past that thing when I before I moved to Riverside and still lived in San Bernardino, but I had this job that I have now. I drove past that building every single day yeah. for and it's you know. right there, right off the freeway, too. You can't yeah. really miss it. I you know. just got to look a little bit north. So needless to say, they we, we had a little debriefing at my work, and they had like one of the head security guards mm-hmm. from my company come to our clinic yeah. and had to like escort us all out to our cars. Oh, and <laughs> we had to like walk out to our cars in groups. Yeah. So, of course, I'm driving back home, and where I get on the freeway is at Waterman. Um, I could not turn left onto Waterman because it was shut yes. down. I could turn right to get onto the freeway. But uh, just where you need to go anyway. Yeah. And Waterman has been shut down ever since. Wow. And yeah, there's such a, lot of a shit goddamn shame, man. And, and, you know,
0: and not only that, not, not to say this is on par with what happened last Wednesday, but uh, Scott Weiland died today. That did not help the that situation did not at all. <laughs> 48 years old. Um, my, my question is, does this mean Chester Bennington is now the new permanent singer? He just I, I, I just read he just left the band in November. November ninth, he left the band. He let, he, oh. he sent a statement that we didn't know about. Why did we not hear about this? I don't know. Well, I, I guess it was so. <laughs> they were so low.
1: I know. But but does that I mean Chester Bennington is now the new lead singer of STP? But last I heard, they were recording an album. Yeah, with that's Chester what I, Bennington. That's but what I heard too. We've been following the Scott Weiland drama as long as we've had a podcast. Yeah, there's always been Scott Weiland drama. Uh, at least he's now been, it's done because uh, he's been like one of my top front men to follow since yeah. I was like freaking 13 years old um when i first bought the stp album um you know the the ups and downs and i've seen him live so many times and it's like i never got his autograph because he he conveniently got into his bmw before he could sign any autographs when i was seeing velvet revolver back in 2004 i know he had a feathered boa on and a and a little you know douchey hat he had a shirt on oh okay he had a shirt on (laughs) Shirtless with a feathered boa <laughs> and very, very low pants. He had a shirt on, a very tight, silky shirt. Okay, <laughs> and white pants, no socks. Good. He was, he was going very formal that day. Right, okay, right. <laughs> and he just drove off in his BMW. And you know he was one of the best front men to see live. I know you never got to see him live. I never but saw him live. Every time live I saw him, and he's he's crazy. I, I I didn't get to see him until two thousand two, which you know STP had already kind of come and go with their, yeah, A-day. their last album. Yes. When they were doing Shangri La Dida, yeah, Um, and like I was blown away, even in after they had been a band for ten years, and I was just like, oh my god, this guy is fucking amazing. Yeah. um, So I was lucky enough to see him then. I saw him with Elvin Revolver twice. I saw him once again on the STP reunion tour Mm -hmm. back in two thousand nine, and you know I never followed his solo stuff as much. I always meant to, but I was always like, it'll always be there. What's the rush? well i have other stuff i want to listen to he'll still always be there <laughs> and you know i mean you yeah. like,
0: like you said he was he was he was a frontman that meant a lot to you you followed his career oh my God. You know, for, many, for many 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 yeah. years and you know he
1: does you know he's had his problems of course He's had... You know, he struggled with addiction, and of course. And the last thing I heard was that he was he had to publicly apologize for kind of being dickish to his fans at meet and greets at shows because mm-hmm. people were starting to complain. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to bring that to the podcast, but it didn't seem like newsworthy. <laughs> sure. <So laughs> well, means you always have that BMW story. Oh <laughs> yes. man. So yeah. He well, said he uh, that's died that's peacefully on the tour bus last night. Yeah, well, that's what I. That's in what I heard. Yeah. In like Minnesota. around
0: like eleven p.m. last hey. night. Oh, nuts. such a sh- yeah, such a goddamn shame. Uh, so so remember,
1: we reported six months ago or so that the guitar player in his band died. Yeah, that's at right. age thirty four. Yeah, and I never heard anything about why that was drug related. Yeah. Probably very young. So I mean, just like with Scott Weiland, we, we can only we kind of know what yeah the we'll death was. We'll be finding out in the coming weeks, I'm sure. But yeah, it has not been a fun week for for the skinny with Mike and Adam. So, uh, yeah, we just wanted to little mini
0: out right now we're on Friday uh, Tune in uh, this coming Monday and we're going to start off our end of the year discussion with our honorable mentions please stay tuned for that see you then